Manamana. 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 Hello and welcome to All Lockdown How We Laugh with today's special guest, a good friend of mine, Benny Shakes, otherwise known as Benjamin Elliott from Nottingham. Um, I've known Benny pretty much the whole time I've been doing comedy online and doing this podcast. And um, I first met him at Laugh Able, Mark, Mark Buckwood's Laugh Able night. And Benny's also a pub Chris presenter, he presents... Uh, Benny shakes it up, which I've been on, and below the belt, which I've just harassed him to get a spot. <laughs> He's also got another as yet unnamed um, podcast coming out with Mark Berkwood that we'll maybe tell you about in a minute. But um, I always enjoyed the gigs with Benny. Uh, the last time I seen him at a gig was in GNB when he was doing a headline set. It was really, really enjoyable, really enjoyable to watch him. He's a really good comedian. And um, without much further ado, I'll pass you over to Benny and let you tell a bit about, about himself. How are you doing, Benny? Yeah, Rob, I'm all right. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good, good. Well, I'm Benny Shakes. Um, I've been gigging now for nearly two years next month. Um, I've done around about 92 gigs. That's real gigs and Zoom gigs. Um, as Jimmy says, I do a podcast called Benny Shakes Things Up, where we interview disabled artists around the world. Um, we've had Jimmy on, uh, we've had Tanya Lee Davis. David Eagle, we've even had American comedians, um, we've had Donna, is it Donnell Suit, a man That's Dante, Dante Barnett, who was on the show a couple of weeks ago, was on, he was on yeah. here. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, and also we do another show called Below the Bout, which I will get Jimmy on as soon as I get through <laughs> all the white male people. Um, Don't tell them about me threatening you, Benny. Don't tell them. <laughs> um, that is a disability awareness show where I take four able-bodied comedians and I give them a disability for an hour. So it's fun. They have to open a crisp packet with oven gloves and eat some crisps. (laughs) Still wearing oven gloves, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Still wearing... Oven gloves, and <laughs> they have to draw a picture with their feet. Um, we've got the prices wrong, where you have to guess the price of a disability adaption. Um, and we've got Jamie Pearson's game where because he can't talk, he uses an AAC communication aid. So it's guess what these symbols are. And it's quite funny what yeah. comes out. Um, yeah. So that's me, really. Yeah. I feel, I feel guilty. I had, I had no idea the format of below the belt, and then. Um, oh, it's hard work, mate. Yeah. Do you know what? Yeah. I think I might rescind my offer to come on. <laughs> I will get you on before I drop. <laughs> but um, no, that's 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 a really good idea that you guys have cooked up, man. To sort of, you know highlight the issues that disabled people face, but also do it in a way that's that's funny for people and enjoyable for the, the people yeah, for, yeah. 
participating, you know. He's, um, if I could do a mental health game on there, I would, but I don't know what. You probably, we... um, you probably get get into trouble for issuing drugs without prescription. Yeah. <laughs> Can your guests loaded in LSD and things, sending magic yeah, mushrooms to the post? Mushrooms out <laughs> of the See how you feel. You yeah. understand schizophrenia, no bother. <laughs> so you said you've been doing comedy just under two years. Uh, when's your anniversary, as it were? The last Tuesday of April. Cool. April. The last Tuesday of April. So that was your first gig was just um just at the end of April 2019? Yeah. So where yeah. was that? That was a little pub called um, Maida Number 18. Um, I went to a comedy gig there and Tommy Wagstar um, runs it. Um, and I said, could you teach me comedy? And he said, yes. And we've been travelling up and down the country ever since. Well, before lockdown happened, yeah. that we've been everywhere. But you've but, um, you've you've managed to make a, a go of it under lockdown, haven't you? You've done Laugh Able yeah. and JB and other gigs and things. Yeah, yeah. I, I've I've made it. I wouldn't say pay off because yeah. <laughs> the, money. <laughs> the odd paid gig, but yeah. they were good paid gigs. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you've done well, haven't you? You've not, done... not financially, no, but yeah. it's not really about that just now. No, it's not. It's about keeping the, the jokes in your head, really, for yeah. me. I mean, I've had some weird gigs on Zoom where <laughs> yeah. no one's laughed at all. <laughs> no, like, oh no. I just but, but with, with, when you're with an audience that, that, that know you, you'd you be really benefit in the Laugh Able and G and B rooms. And I yeah. I, th I think I think what's gonna happen with you, Benny, is that once once you get more known, you're People, yeah. people be ready, you know, because obviously you suffer from cerebral palsy, and sometimes people, yeah. if, if they're not expecting that, no. they, they're kind of trying to work it out before. But yeah. once you get known, that that won't be an issue for you, I don't think at all, man. Yeah. I mean, before lockdown, um, I was known in the northeast, Manchester, Birmingham, Leeds, and all over the East Midlands. But now it's like. Who's Benny Shanks? <laughs> but no ben, one's no one's ben, forgotten you, Benny. When it all comes back, you'll get it back. Yeah, no one's forgotten I you. So, mate, I can't wait to get back out there gigging. But you've done a brilliant I, set at MGB um, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I'm doing that for their birthday next Tuesday. Right, cool. Yeah, next Tuesday they've been running seven years. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So that's good. Oh man, I get I get the choice of last week and next week. And if I'd have known you guys were going to be on the lineup and it was eighth birthday, we'd have probably chosen next week. Yeah, yeah. So you was you on last week because you can't be on tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was on last week, but I mean, it, 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 an email he said um the whatever it was, the 20-somethingth of March yeah. and or the 8th of April, when I said, yeah. uh, I didn't realise it was I, I was missing a big birthday special and I wouldn't get to perform with Benny, yeah. I mean. So. Yeah. <laughs> I'm only the middle act, so, yeah. Well, I'll get you, man, you're already getting prima donna. I'm only the middle act. They're only giving me five I'm minutes, what the fuck? Middle. Don't they know who I am? <laughs> it's all right, you don't get five minutes, I get ten. 
and sets and stuff is something that we worry about too much at the start I kind of realised because I mean I've done a lot of kind of 12 to 20 minute sets recently enough I'm still not experienced enough to keep up the interest in, uh, for, for that for the full amount of time and I think as well what happens with me is because my, pers- my, my comedy is so personal I talk about things like prison and drugs and the things that, that are quite good for comedy accessing your inner self same time as well, it could put an audience off, so it's not, it's hard to sustain an audience's interest for that amount of time, you know. I think, yeah. and I think, I think when gigs start back up again as well, we'll be lucky to get fucking three minutes, never mind five. We, 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 we would literally, I would literally drive to Manchester for a three minute set just now. Oh, I would, yeah, yeah. I would definitely. Um, I think, like you said, that. I did several 20 minutes last year and I knew I wasn't ready for them because I'm still young in gig terms so I need a few more months to get my jokes to that level where I can get a laugh every single joke yeah. I mean I, I was getting laughs but not the laughs that you would if you was a professional pro yeah. comedian do you know what I mean I know exactly what you mean yeah and actually gone Actually, being a professional is no guarantee of getting laughter. You don't get a laughter just because you've got a professional badge. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, need, you still need to do the work. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that's why you've got these, shall we say, lovely rooms <laughs> um, where pro comedians go to and they are run down comedy nights where half of the, most of the audience is drugged up and drunk and it's hard to get a laugh, but the pros do them because they think if I can get a laugh in a room of druggies and alcoholics, I can get a laugh anywhere in the world. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. I don't know if you've got rooms up near you where you have to do the room, but you don't want to do it. (laughs) Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, but it's... um, it's, I, th- I think you have to kind of know your audience. I mean, I, I've yeah. my, my set's pretty rigid, like, but um, what I try and do is, I mean, do we perform it? Mm. You know, because I'm pretty much going to be using a lot of the same jokes, no matter what what the room is. You know. Yeah. So I, mean, I think that's that's another thing I need to look at as well, having different sets and all the rest of it. You know. Yeah. But the, the one the one thing that I mean, I get kind of criticised for not using enough new material. 
But my take on it is I like you doing jokes that work and are funny. <laughs> I see a lot of kind of like acts that don't even have a tight 10, you know, bitching about new material and you're like, well, I prefer doing stuff that works, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I will always have my strong five minute set always in my 20 minute set, but them jokes I will split up. So if I'm not getting a laugh from a joke, I will bring a strong joke in so I can bring the room back up. That makes sense. Absolute sense. I mean, yeah. I, I've, 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 I've deliberately got jokes that I know are going to get an ooh, and then, yeah. and then a joke about three or four jokes after that that gauges empathy because I want to see if I've managed to get the audience's empathy. The laughter is good; it's great getting laughter. But once you've got their empathy, you, it's, you, you can say anything. Yeah. You know? As long as it's not hateful or punching down yeah. or you know, yeah. political because political is boring. <laughs> It is. I mean, some people do it quite well. I mean, Don, Don Bishwas. Yeah, yeah. his name wrong. He does a lot of political, and it works for him. Yeah, it really does work, and it's like, how? Don's got that good mix of personal, observational, and and almost confessional. And yeah. he spices political stuff in amongst it. Yeah. No, I actually seen an act recently. It was, I don't know if I should, but they basically went through the entire cabinet of um, a political office, and, right. and, and 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 like you know, by the time they got to the fourth member, the audience was like, "Oh fuck, man, going to just you know get get to yeah. the end of this," you know, like it's um, it was, it's good to have a couple of zingers about Boris Johnson or now yeah. Joe Biden or whatever, you know, but. If, if you're going to start talking about people that no one's heard of, they're, they're going to lose patience. They're going to be like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. It's hard. But... But it's, do you know what? It's, the, sad, the sad thing is, that's exactly the type of comedy that wouldn't do well in the rooms that you were just talking about. Yeah. People need something that's immediately identifiable and very zingy or um, very yeah. pithy. Yeah. Just you know, and yeah. that's that, that's what holds the lack of attention. That, that's what holds the attention for a room that's got a lack of attention. You know, yeah. quick, quick fire, funny yeah. stuff. You know, yeah. that's where that's where people that do puns and things like that really do well in rooms like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't like puns, but there's quite a few people I really got to know on Zoom gigs, and they're bloody good. Yeah. So don't ask me their names because (laughs) they are good. I mean, there's a Welsh one he does. um, Is that Kyle Davies? Yeah. Yeah, he's brilliant. I really like him. Yeah, he's funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Have you had him on yet? I actually haven't. I guess he started up a podcast himself. um, I'm I'm, I'm friends with him and stuff. I've, I've met him at a few gigs and things, so I'll probably ask him on. Yeah, you have to have him on. Am I, uh, am I on before you've got Mark Buckwood on, or has he? Oh, he was, he was, he was, he was my second guest back in oh, September. Mark me. beat you at the punch by months, mate. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna have him on. It's, 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 it's not even like tortoise and hair. Oh. He's miles away. <laughs> yeah, but I'd really like doing that. Like I've not done it um, for a few weeks, but or I think it was. I, I think I done actually. I think I done January one, but I really, yeah. it's a really really good room. Again, he's learning that he can get different people every month because. Yeah. You don't want to do the same gig every, every time. time. Yeah, it's, I mean it's, it's it's unhealthy for the gig itself as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean mm. that's when when GMB asked me, I'm like, 
Oh shit, now I've got to write some more jokes. (laughs) Because I don't want to tell the same joke every time. I think I think that's that's not as big a problem as you as you imagine in your head. Yeah. I, th- I think a lot of the time um, when you're writing new material, it's mostly for the sake of other acts. E- even an audience won't remember all your jokes. No. You know, I, I, an audience will be like, if, if they haven't seen you in about two months, they're, they're, unless you've got like, jokes that are absolutely like mind-blowing, like yeah. Richard Pryor, Billy Connolly-level jokes, they, they're not going to remember them all. That's you know? true. Because yeah. oh. for me, a, a, a much bigger... Um, a much bigger area I need to focus on is confidence and delivery, which is exactly what I've been doing in lockdown. Yeah. You know? Cool. Yeah. 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 And um, someone said to me, um, he hasn't seen me gig for a year. And he said, do you know what? That gig was good. And the thing you've learned on Zoom is to do your impressions of your face a bit more. Yeah. Because when you're on stage, you just... I'm like thinking about my jokes, not falling over, holding the mic without giving myself a black eye, <laughs> that here I can do Gesticulate and, uh, and move yeah. your hands and stuff. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking because I mean, pretty much when we, go, when we get back out and doing gigs and things, we're going to need our own microphones. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'm definitely going to go with a headset microphone because it frees up both my hands. Yeah, I think I might... I've been looking at Amazon headsets and they are quite reasonable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A headset would be fine because I could use my walking stick while I'm on stage because I wasn't using my walking stick because... I had to hold the mic, so yeah, good idea. I bet it's, uh, it's something that I've noticed if I watch a live performance compared mm. to a Zoom performance. Mm. It's um, the way I stand and put my hands up and things like that. It's just it's just more freeing. I mean, it's the mic. I always have a fondness for the microphone. Yeah, you know, but it's it. I didn't realize what an impediment it was until I didn't need one. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's I think I think but I think maybe like, um, if I was to go back to the start, I would still use a microphone for a while because the microphone is what takes your voice to the audience. Yeah, you know, and it, you still have a microphone if it's in a headset or whatever. But it's I I, I don't know it's, it's kind of weird. I remember as well I used to do things like leaning the microphone stand and and just just the way I would use a microphone was almost like a safety blanket, a security blanket or something. Yeah. Yeah, you used yeah. to hold on to the mic stand. And, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would, I would try and look casual and whatnot, but to a trained eye, they would see that's that's nervousness. That's that's yeah. needing a, a, an anchor. Yeah. Maybe if everyone uses headsets, we might act a bit more funny as well. Who knows? Yeah. Because but, doing these Zoom... Zoom, you have to act while you're doing your comedy. Yeah. But when you're out in the world, you're not acting, you're just talking. Yeah. I mean, what one act, I, I can't think about a um, lot of acts that, that don't use a microphone, like big acts, like Ricky Gervais, he uses a headset. And you can, can I see the difference there? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think who I... But then Dave, Dave Chappelle uses a microphone and that's like an integral part of his stage persona with the microphone and the cigarette, you know? Like, I've done, I, noticed, I noticed with Dave Chappelle, like, he'd, he'd done um, 807 back in June and he's done a couple of live videos since then. And it, back in June, he had, like, a vape 
and then but but the most recent the last two he had a cigarette again and, the, <laughs> and it's like he's he's fucking losing it like the rest of us he needs his cigarettes i'm smoking so much just now you know and it's like the one thing you shouldn't be doing in case you catch covid is smoking but i'm smoking and vaping yeah i'm vaping i mean it's ridiculous yeah. i mean rosie jones uses a microphone i wonder if she will go to a headset. Yeah. Well, Lost Voice just fucking plugs these um, AAC <laughs> thing in and away he goes. So, <laughs> crazy. Yeah, so what, the whole, the whole raft of things we're going to have to start getting used to when we get back out there, I think. No, it's shame. Um, it's a different world. I just can't wait to get back. They said, I reckon this time next year we will be back to normal gigs. Yeah. I'm hoping. They... It's shame, um, but Benny, it's, it's, there's a whole host of other things to consider. I don't want to be the voice of pessimism, but it's. It's not just a matter of the venues opening up again and we can all stroll back in. It's yeah. there's also safety measures to consider. Yeah. There's, yeah. there's there's also which is something I've thought about a lot, the fact that a lot of venues might not need comedy. Yeah. Like because that a lot I mean, comedy is like they only sell so much drink. Yeah. During a comedy night and then they have to stop while the, yeah. the acts are performing, but people yeah. will be Normal people are dying to get back into venues as well. I don't think they'll have much of a problem filling their venues. Co co yeah. Comedy nights might lead to them having less people in as well. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, quite a few of my comedy nights I used to do were on a Tuesday and a Wednesday night where it's dead. So... Yeah. The pubs when we will let you perform as long as you bring the punters in. Yeah. So they say, I reckon this, um, that we shouldn't get rid of Zoom gig. Oh, no, I mean, we've spoke about this, spoke about this yeah. in the show before. It's, I mean, it's definitely going to coexist. Yeah. The Zoom scene will definitely coexist in it, and it is, it is a good sort of place for networking and trying out new material and things like that as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, look at America. They've been doing Zoom gigs for years, I yeah. think, because of the Facebook page you invited us on. I think they've been going now for two years. Uh, I don't know about that exactly. Do you mean displaced comedians? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I, th I think no, I think I think that started up after lockdown. But there, there's there, there's there's a lot of um, there's a lot of these sort of groups and things like that that have been going for a while. Um, it was Austin the city was going before lockdown, and then right. that became more more kind of more essential basically it was pur almost purpose built for lockdown by accident yeah, yeah. um yeah. but it's it's a good place to meet new comedians and try try out new material and stuff but actually before we started recording we were talking about how we, we like the american gigs and things but we don't really want to get up at four in the morning for them yeah yeah um, I mean, i'm actually i'm actually doing dante's uh, Superman gig and um, laughing through recovery on saturday night and it's going to happen at 2 a.m. for me. And I'm like, ah. Sunday night. Saturday night and it's into Sunday morning. Although it'll, be, it'll, it'll have been by the time that this podcast comes out. So. I thought that was for black comedy comedians. No, Dante does all sorts of different nights. This is a oh. new night he's doing. It's um, laughing through the coverage. He's got, he's got dedicated... Um, all women lineups and all dedicated all black lineups, and cool. even he's had an all Asian lineup, and um, he just does he does different nights, and he's also got the autistic, yeah. um, autistic podcast for people yeah. with autism. 
Well, his, me and him are working on one this Sunday at U, 8 o'clock UK time. Sure. And it's DWD, Dating with a Disability. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. Yeah, I've, I've, I think you, you actually done a video about that last night, didn't you? Seen that? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. So, what, have you got any, any stories that you want to... Spoil before then, or oh, because that's no, 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 you're, you're <laughs> right. we just have to tune in, yeah. <laughs> he should be a good, good um podcast. He's gonna once a month, so yeah. I mean, we do cover it on Benny Shakes Things Up, but yeah. not every week. I mean. No, I don't think we've covered sex on Benny Shakes. I mean, <laughs> me, and, me and Mark have covered um, what's your opinion about disabled people having kids? My view is we're better parents than some of these able-bodied people so well i think i think you know in in most cases you know disability is no barrier to good parent to um, productive parenthood you know exactly. and i think as that's one of the many things that people don't understand is you know, yeah. there's, there's no barrier to being a parent you know you you adapt to your surroundings i mean yeah when I was born, I was born with several palsy, so I've just adapt around the world. So, yeah. but like Mark, Mark would keep saying, we shouldn't adapt, the world should adapt for us. But, yeah, but as that, as that takes education, and that takes empathy on both sides, you know? Just like, yeah. just like so many problems in the world today, the, the, the only real answer is education and empathy. Although it's sometimes if you say that about talking about a right winger or something, people think that you're, you're going to join the right wing and you're like, I'm not saying that. I know they're evil and stupid. I'm saying that you need to understand them to fix them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, no, that's why I've started below the bow just to get people to think about what disabled people have to cope in life and maybe some person might out there go oh i might incorporate that in my workplace or i never thought about you like that jim or jane or do you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, even even like mental health issues and things like that, there's been a lot of work towards awareness of mental health issues, but I don't think it's really properly um, settled in the culture yet because people don't really understand no. what mental health, bad, poor mental health is, you know? Well, you're born with it, some people say. Yeah. So... Well, I think in my case, it's, you know, anxiety and depression, fucking addiction and PTSD issues. It's, yeah. um, it's kind of hard it's because I can go up and stand on stage and make jokes and things like that. People think I, I would automatically be able to just walk into a nine to five job. But my life experience has been pretty fucking, um, pretty distressing and yeah. debilitating. Yeah. So it's... You don't know what's behind closed doors mm. because once I shut my computer off, you don't know what I'm thinking about after. Yeah. I mean, everyone sees me as this super doing podcasts here, supporting um, disabled comedians every fortnight but i won't ask you god for help myself mm. 
but I tell you lot, we're here to support you. Yeah, but that's but but but, but anyway, the, the, like it's like it's almost like the charity begins at home. The, the fact that you are there doing that gives yeah. you gives you some purpose, you know, and it and it and it's and it's important. It's 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 yeah. noble that, yeah. you, that you do do that, you know. But you yeah. also, and you're also, you recognise that you, you you do have issues that those things can't fix. It's the same as people going into comedy. I I I I was getting all my life validation from comedy, and it what the fuck? I mean, you, you see most comedy scenes are all fucking arguing and hating each other, and, yeah. <laughs> and I'm and I, I'm wanting these people to love me. I mean, uh, can I have my work cut out for me? Like, you know, there's a lot of backstabbing. In anything, yeah, yeah, but it's just it's sometimes when we do these things, when we do comedy, when we do podcasting, when we set up support groups and things like that, it, it we, we kind of have to wait and see. We can't, we can't just define them and then they happen. We have to yeah. let it evolve. Yeah, and and then we see the place it has in our lives. And I think everything you're doing is great, Benny. You know, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have you in the show otherwise. I'd be yeah. like, fucking, no, him, man, he's in a big game. I'm not having him on the podcast. But you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I've been meaning to have you on for a while, actually, but I just. I know, but you've been busy. I've been yeah. busy. So it's just yeah. the way the world is. Yeah. It's hard. So have you got any kind of definite gigs lined up for when things do start back up? I know, uh, and that's a bit of a silly question, maybe, but. No, not at the moment. I mean, I'm working on setting up my own when we get back to normal. But again, that won't be until November. Where my I might wait until next year, yeah. like you say. It, we won't be back to normal in May. No bloody way, because not everyone has had the injection. The vaccine, you haven't had mine yet. Haven't you had yours? No, not even I've, the first one. I've had mine only because I went on the website and said I was a carer. Right. Uh, that my carer does care for me. Yeah. So I just was reading a lot of this about the government not giving learning difficulty people the vaccine and I could see everyone else getting it and not me and I'm like, well, does the government think I am learning difficulties because I talk funny? So again, mental health really yeah. makes me think too much. You're missing out. Yeah. I went on the website, put in my um, NHS number. And they said I could have one on the next day. So I did. So I've had it. Okay, I, I felt a bit groggy for a few days, but I'm fine now. Yeah. I'm still waiting for my superpower. <laughs> so... Yeah. And you're secretly hoping it's uh, the ability to just come out with great material. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, just the snap of her fingers. Yeah, well, <laughs> well Kate, Kate Lovelock says I won't get x-ray vision because I've had the wrong vaccine for that. <laughs> You've got to have the... NX vaccine for that. <laughs> You've not got the one designed by Professor um, Professor, <laughs> Professor Xavier, so yeah. So I'm a bit pissed off about that, but 
So if you got your superpower, who would you who would be your leader? Um, Magneto or Professor X? Professor X. So you're a good guy, yeah. <laughs> I think I would be too. But I'd be tempted to go with Magneto though. He's quite cool. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. So what, what else have you been doing in lockdown? Um, have you got a, a, a so I found any good TV shows or films or anything to recommend? Um, no, not really. I've watched a lot of old um, films on Netflix. Have you seen The Royals yet? The Royals? Um, I think I have. I think, is, that, is that the kind of parody of the, the Royal Family? Yeah, 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 yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, so I've seen a couple of episodes of that. It's quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I've seen it all. It was quite interesting. Cool. Um. So yeah, I've watched that. What else have I watched? I watched them soup. Um. There's nine children, and they've all got superpowers. Umbrella Academy. Yeah, that's yeah, a good yeah. one. Yeah. I've still not seen that. I know there's like two seasons of it now, but I've not seen it. Yeah, no, you've got to watch that. And there's another one like American Pie. All right, cool. Um, so that is quite. Yeah, those are good films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I've mm. watched them and that's about it. What about you? Oh man, I've, I've been struggling a lot. I was actually, um, the last podcast I recorded yesterday with my friend Gary, we were talking about It's a Sin. That was really good. Right. It's a Sin. Um, I started watching um, Westworld again. Um, enjoyed that. Um, but I've not really, my, my attention span is really bad just now. Yeah, yeah, but I'm finding it hard to focus. I'm more focused when I'm on the computer advertising for the different podcasts. I mean, this this Friday we've got our very first women's only below the bell. Yeah, I seen you posted about that. Can you tell us about about that? Yeah, well, Kate Lovelock is hosting it. Um, so we're doing it for Women's History Month. Um, so all the games will be around women. Uh, uh, who have you got coming on? Don't man. <laughs> Get out there. <laughs> How oh, dare you? <laughs> so I put you on the spot now. <laughs> you, you know my brain's not that good. <laughs> Sorry, Benny. Don't believe you've done it. <laughs> well, we were just saying about um, you feel more focused on around the computer and the phone and things. It's, that's quite worrying, I think, because I'm the same. If I try and watch something that's not on my computer or not on my phone, it won't only take five minutes and then I'll be back on the phone, like going through yeah. Facebook or Instagram or like yeah. looking at the garden. But the phone has become yeah. already central to my life and it's it was already an issue that I was using too much of my phone, you know, yeah. especially with comedy and all that, yeah. you know. Yeah. We have got the Anna for... Thomas Anna Thomas. Thomas. Um, I haven't met her yet. So we've got Helen Swer. DeWitt. DeWitt. No. Swordy. Sorry? S W A L L O W. Helen Swallow, I've not heard. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's done a lot of G&B comedy nights. Yeah. Uh, we've got Rachel M-O-R-T-O-N. Rachel Martin? Yeah. I met her on Ha Ha 
comedy night. He does a comedy night every Monday. No, Sunday night. Um, so Colin something. And then we've got Ros Rosie S-M-E-E. -E. She's fantastic in way. She's um, Nottingham-based. I met her when I was allowed to do real gigs. Um, <laughs> she's autistic as well, she's right. found out. So, yeah. I think and, that there's, 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 there's quite a lot of um, people with autism and or on the autistic spectrum doing comedy, and it's... Yeah. I think most of the acts that I've seen that are autistic are very, very funny. Yeah. Very sharp. They are yeah. very sharp. I mean, yeah. doing my podcast, most of the acts we've had on have been autistic or mental health. So yeah. it's not many physical ones we've had on yet. So mm. I need to start booking some more <laughs> physical um, acts. Um, but next week we've got Kyle Wallace. Wow, cool. The show. Yeah, yeah, so from TMB. <laughs> Cool. So that should be very interesting. I call it. Uh, Kyle's great, man. Kyle's really good. Yeah. I, 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 he's always so funny at GNB. He's just his interjections and his magic acting things. I always yeah. really enjoyed doing GNB just for Kyle alone. You know. <laughs> I, I just want to know how he makes it work because <laughs> every every gig he does, he's got. At least two disabled acts, at least three women on, and at least one or two, um, are we the black people? Are we yeah. the well, he's, I mean, he's got a, he's got a diverse lineup. Yeah, yeah, I just want to celebrate how well he's done. Well, do you know why it does well? Because it's a, it's a great gig, it's a lovely room, and it's a, like you say, it's, it's diverse, so it's a, it's a perfect celebration of humanity and finding humour for us all to enjoy. Yeah, it's like one big weird family, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I posted about the last, I've done a headline set last week, and I posted about how it was a, an oasis of chaos in a world of carnage. Like, because yeah. it's, it's, it's an oasis of chaos, and it's, I love doing it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Ian it, Philbrook done really well there a couple of weeks ago as well, as I remember. Yeah, I mean, we've been trying to get him to do a gig outside of Laugh Able now for a year, because, yeah, he's been gigging for a year last November. Right, right. So, but he was normally just doing um, Laugh Able. So, yeah. GMB Comedy Night, two weeks ago, he did his first set and he smashed it. Yeah, he so, did. He done really, really well. well I was really pleased. I was really proud of him. Yeah. Well, it feels like we've done our job when we've encouraged him to go and do it. Yeah, yeah. So, so talking about Laugh Able there, Laugh Able was actually one of the first online gigs outside of Scotland that I'd done um, yeah. back in, I think it was July or June. And that was the night when it got uh, Zoom bombed. Were you there? No, that was in April. Was it April? Was it that early? Yeah. The first gig was in April. I don't think it was the first Laugh Able online, but I think it was. It definitely got Zoom bombed, and there was all these American kids taking over the screens and things. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah. Well, I spoke about it with Mark Burkwood when he was on the show, but it's, uh, 
<laughs> it was it was an experience. It was it's very strange. Yeah. Could they uh, to shut it all down? I had to shut it down and reinvite the audience and hope and hope that the the, the zoom bombers would stay. But at that stage, I think everything was getting zoom bombed. There was all these kids that were just that were just getting random going into random zoom rooms and just causing yeah. chaos. They were going to, they were they were, they were putting up horrible porn and and hate images, and then they were saying, you're not funny, Jamie. And that was the thing I took offence at, you know? Like everything else I wasn't bothered about, but the minute they told me I wasn't funny, I was like, oh, you kids are terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> they Kyle one, but... Yeah, the, Kyle said that. The thing what made them all love, it was a G... It was a B... T... Gig. LGBT. Like, yeah. And they were just showing people male dicks. And in porn, yeah. We don't. We like we, we're, we're fans of the dick. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we like that. <laughs> like, what, are you, what are you pointing? You're trying to prove. Yeah, the yeah. show last week, where Kyle actually spoke about that. And he was saying that I, I wonder who it was that, that was the archivist that had to go and search through the the porn they used, and did they enjoy it? <laughs> I still think us cripples are missing a trick because there's not much disabled porn out <laughs> in the internet. So is that... Trust me. Is that, is, that, is, <laughs> is that you putting your, your hat in the ring to become the first disabled porn superstar? <laughs> yeah, I don't mind. Uh, I don't mind. Yeah, whatever. Right, okay, we'll, we'll put your details up in the post for the, the show and <laughs> yeah. can contact you. If anyone wants to book me for a show, just... You're ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. Maybe, maybe if you, maybe, maybe if you, if you get a couple made before Dante show, you can tell them about that. In the date. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a, a sex video. Do you want to see it? Yeah, yeah, do you want to see it? In fact, let's get really meta, right, and like make the video and then zoom bomb some other gig with it. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Benny Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, we're, we're going a little off topic. Yeah, But there's another thing that you and Mark Park would run as well as the Zoom meeting for disabled comedians yeah, group chat. Yeah. And uh, you do the meeting uh, every fortnight, the Wednesday. Yeah, every fortnight on a Wednesday, yeah. um, everyone's welcome. Yeah. yeah, I'm in the group chat for that, but I haven't actually made that a walk in one of the Zoom meetings, but do you know something that's... I, I like the fact that it's there. Yeah. Uh, it's, I, know, I, I, know, I, I know I haven't actually made it a walk in one of the Wednesday night meetings, but I, I do so many gigs that I, honestly Zoom starting to give me some kind of Pavlov dog reaction. Like whenever somebody says Zoom, I start going, oh, <laughs> I, can't, I can't log into Zoom if I'm not going to get my laughter. <laughs> but, <laughs> but the fact the fact that you guys run that and I know it's there on a Wednesday night if I need it is is has actually been really really important to me. But you're part of the community, yeah. so. If if anyone's feeling down, you can but I feel shit. Does anyone fancy a talk? And yeah. nine out of ten, someone's free for a chat. Mm. So even in the middle of the night, someone will chat to you. I've seen I've seen that in the group chat a few times, but I think I think a lot of the time it's just knowing. People are there helps so much, you know. It does, yeah. especially it does. when it's people as decent as yourself and Mark and all that, and everybody else. And yeah. Emma and Mark and now Dante's in the group as well, you know. Yeah, Dante's in the group. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. I could, but when I interviewed him for this podcast, I could. I, the whole time I was talking to him, I was thinking about Seth Rogen, the actor. <laughs> yes, it's the black Seth Rogen. And he wouldn't mind me saying that because I've said it to him. <laughs> he, he's just done a road trip um, 
Yeah. 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 His road trip videos are great. He went to the inauguration as well. Um, he went to the inauguration. Yeah. He, he, he does videos of sitting in the car and stuff. It's, it's, I like watching these videos. He always makes me laugh. Yeah, funny, funny. Yeah. Right. But I mean, that—that that is the beauty of all this. Um, the Zoom scene and things. For all we're complaining about, there, there's no live gigs and things. We, we do get to connect with so many different people around the world, you know. Oh, I've met so many fantastic people. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad I um, rocked up at number eighteen and asked to. Learn how to gig because my journey's been fantastic. Yeah. So, yeah. So what? What I mean? What? What inspired you to do comedy? What made you think I want to do this? Well, I started a job at a farm, volunteering, helping unfortunately children to learn a new skill. And the farmer there went, you're funny, you need to be on stage. And I'm like, well, I've been on about doing stand-up comedy, but I really haven't got the balls to do it. <laughs> that must have been a different Benny. I've <laughs> <laughs> funny, funny. So um, he said, why don't you go to this pub made at number 18 and just ask if you can. That's it. He said it was a writer's group. Yeah. And I turned up and it wasn't a fucking writer's group. <laughs> it was a comedy night. So <laughs> I just asked Tommy, would you teach me your skill? And he went, yeah, no problem. So <laughs> yeah, that's when we came up with Benny Shakes Things Up. So Benny Shakes. So, yeah. Yeah, but so that's, that's been some journey. Man. And who's, who's your kind of influences? Like, who, 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 who do you really like? Uh, Rosie Jones, um, Lost Voice Guy, um, I can't, what's his name? Ranganathan. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. The yeah. one with the lazy eye. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's on BBC Three and things, I can't remember his actual name just now, but I know what you mean. I love that bloke. Yeah. Uh, that's it, really, I think. Yeah. Um, again, I'm a comedian, but I don't really watch much comedy on on TV, only yeah. on Zoom yeah. or real life comedy. So, I, I find that as well. I mean, I was making that influences, I guess, of people that everybody knows, you know, like Billy yeah. Conley and Richard yeah. Pryor and like Chick Murray and Dave Chappelle and Chris Rock and yeah. and people like Susan uh, Sarah Silverman and yeah. Lily Tomlin yeah. and Joan Rivers is great as well. Yeah. But I haven't done so much comedy. I find it really hard to to go and let's uh, objectively watch a forty five minute special or an hour and a half special because yeah. I see so much comedy in 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 my job, so to speak. Yeah. You know. And I think I think a lot of times as well is an over an overexposure to the current comedy climate kind of prevents you from saying a lot of things that you might say otherwise. Like, you know, yeah. I don't know. That's, that's my personal thing. Yeah, I mean, since lockdown, this is my full time job. Yeah, I'm a full time comedian. Um, the government paid me to laugh. So, <laughs> thank you, Boris Johnson. I don't, I don't think he deserves thanks for anything. I think, I, I, I think if somebody said, Benny, Benny thanks you for his checks, he would say, take them back. Yeah, <laughs> Stop paying that guy. Yeah. 
<laughs> so don't don't anybody go and tell Boris Johnson. <laughs> don't go and tell Boris Johnson because yeah. Because you want to keep getting paid. <laughs> you want to keep paid. You took my care of me. Don't take my benefits from me. <laughs> well, that's a pretty good um, word to end on, but hopefully we'll be back on the show at some point to talk about what the return to live comedy was like. Yeah, that'd be good. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you on, Benny. It's always good to yeah. chat to you. And um, hopefully we'll see you soon. Take care, mate. Yeah, take care. Manamana, do 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 do